Thank you. It's always good to hear that you're the only wife of your husband, so that's good news. Yeah, yeah, in case anyone was unsure, it's good to know, eh? You heard it here first, so there we go. Hey, um, I want to talk to you a bit about prophecy tonight. Uh, as you know, most of you know, one of our key values uh, for this church is his presence. We love being in God's presence. We love, uh, we love prophecy. We love healings. We love encounters of the Holy Spirit. And it's just something that, um, prophecy is something that's just so amazing. It's an amazing gift. And last year we started as a church doing some prophetic training just to help develop that as part of our culture of who we are as a church. So I just want to speak a little bit tonight about prophecy. Um, So prophecy, basically, 1 Corinthians 14 says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For if anyone speaks in tongues and does does not to people but to God, indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries of the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to the people, for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. And I love that, you know, prophecy is the gift that God gives us that we can speak into people's lives to encourage them, to comfort them, to edify them, to build them up. It's a great gift. And basically, it's all about hearing God. You know, I remember as a new Christian, I started coming to church um, with a good family family friend who lived next door to us, actually, Michelle's cousin. And I remember when I first seen her after she started going to church, she would tell me, oh, you know, I've joined a church and I go to church and God speaks to me. And I actually thought she'd gone a bit crazy, you know. Anyone ever thought that at church when they first started coming along? Yeah, and I thought, God speaks to you. I was like, what does he talk to you about? And she said, oh, all sorts of things. I'm like, how do you know it's God? Oh, because it is, because I know it's God. And I I thought at the time, you know, I was just starting to come to the idea that maybe God's real. And I thought, if God's real, why would he talk to you? Yeah. It's, you know, maybe he would talk to Jacinda Arden about, you know, that South Island's going pretty well, eh? You know, stuff like that. But why would he just chat to anybody? And, and I was quite intrigued by the concept. You know, in John 10, 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. I have a friend called Heather. She's probably in her 70s now. I haven't seen her for some time. And she's a farmer. Her and her husband farm sheep. And every year she has little lambs that are orphaned. I think that's a common thing for lambs. It's pretty sad, really. Anyhow, every year she bottle feeds them with their little bottles and and raises them up until they're big enough to go and play with all the other sheep, because that's what sheep do, obviously. (coughs) And, um, it's really cool because when you go to Heather's farm, uh, all the little sheep that she's raised up are out with all the other hundreds of sheep, but she'll call them by name because she's named them all. And, and they're always really cute things like Daisy or Buttercup. And she'll, she's got this really squeaky little cute voice. She's quite a little older sort of lady. And she'll call them. And out of all of the sheep, they come running to her. And, and I've been absolutely amazed every time I see it that the way these sheep just run to her. And it reminds me of the great illustrations in the Bible we see about the shepherds. You know, the way they cared for the sheep. They call the sheep by name because, and when they, the sheep hear them, they come running because they know that the shepherd loves them, the shepherd cares for them, that there's a place of safety and security. God tells us that we know his voice because we know him and we follow him. 
Amen. 1 Corinthians 13 says, I, yeah, I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. The thing about prophecy is it's important that it's brought in the right spirit. That it's, and what I mean to say is it's important that we see as God sees through the eyes of love. You know, the scripture points out you can prophesy all you like, but if you don't prophesy with the eyes and the love of God, then you're missing the whole point of what the prophecy is about. God has a perfect plan for each one of us, and he gives the gift of prophecy freely to everyone. It's not a special thing for a few chosen people. God tells us it's for everybody, and all we need to do is ask, and he gives it freely. Prophecy is a language of love. It speaks the love of God into people, into the world around us. I want to share a wee bit out of uh, Ezekiel. Now, I don't know how big that is. Oh, that is quite big, isn't it? <coughs> you probably don't need to follow me because I'll skip ahead anyway. Uh, but it's the story of Ezekiel and the dry bones. And it says, in Ezekiel 37, the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of dry bones. And he led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, and the bones were very dry. And he asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. And then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. And I will breathe, I will make breath into you and I will come to life and I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover your skin. And I will breathe into you and you will come to life and then you will know that I am the Lord. And so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. And I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. And say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath. From the four winds, breathe into these slain that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them, and they came to life and stood to their feet, a vast army. It's a pretty cool picture, hey? (laughs) And I just love that because prophecy speaks life. And I'm not saying that you're going to come across a valley of dry bones. Actually, as I was uh, looking into this, apparently it was quite common back in the day because they had all these battles and no one buried all the dead people. So it wasn't actually an uncommon thing to come across a valley of dry bones. But you're probably not going to do that in New Zealand, (laughs) ideally. And I wouldn't encourage you trying to speak over dry bones unless God told you to, because it's just creepy. Anyhow, um, (laughs) prophecy. I love prophecy because it's God. It's God sharing his heart for you. It's God sharing... Looking for the treasure in people, calling out the gold, looking for the best. And tonight, um, 
We've got some people that are going to share in a moment. Acts. Ooh, prophecy speaks life. There we go. Acts 2, 17 says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on your sons and daughters, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and old men will dream dreams. 